0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Unpaid Players, the NBA show brought to you from the fan perspective. My name is Carlos. I'll be your host. And with me as always, my co-host, Mo Mel. What's going on, good brothers? Yeah, yeah
1: what's up? What's up? How are you?
0: Oh, doing good, doing good. Mo, how about how, how you doing out there, Mo, brother? Yeah, hey. yeah. Mo's all, on right, all right. What's
1: what's up, up,
2: what's Mo? up? Yeah, brother.
0: <laughs> oh, Twitch community. Man. Man, bro. Man,
2: bro. i don't have i will have mine up it's like okay. that hey
1: it's okay, it's okay. My shit
2: like the fucking brady bunch and shit my shit top
1: middle bottom and shit
0: brady bunch
1: <laughs> my my off to my off too i had to look at this uh,
0: that's
1: what was, uh... the uh the stream to do it that's how i was off because i was looking at the
2: stream and i'm like all right he on my side on my my so that's why like this and you over here on this side i know you
0: inverted I i see how it is and we got the Twitch like, community here. Look like at us today. Like a lot trying to move on. Yeah, yeah, You I'm know, right? Home, I'm I'm home, home, like, yeah, we're home. trying to let's rush, go, 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 go. rush. Let's get into it. If y'all really want to talk sides the whole time, we could do it. Ain't no thing. Uh, but like I said, we do have the Twitch community here with us. So appreciate everybody that's here right now. And if y'all got questions, any inputs, keep, uh, keep it rolling, keep the chat flowing. Uh, but we got kind of a special thing we want to talk about here today. I know throughout the first 14, 14 episodes, was this episode 15 right now? The first 14 episodes, Crazy we kind of hinted at this topic about discussing the contracts and the differences between the NBA, the NFL, the MLB, soccer, and just the way things are structured, because it seems like we can't have a conversation these days surrounding sports or surrounding athletes or any anything at that level without discussing the money that goes into it both the money that goes into the organizations, into the stadiums, and how much of that actually flows down to the players, aka the product that is allowing everybody else to reap the benefits of their hard work. So I think the biggest example of that we've seen is uh, the NFL, who's always on the front front lines of the negative side of the discussion, and then the NBA being on the positive end of that discussion. So we want to take a quick look here and... I kind of want to compartmentalize it a little bit to just football, baseball, and basketball. We'll keep like the three major American sports and yeah, go from there. I don't
2: know shit about no damn soccer contracts and shit.
0: Soccer contracts are strange, and then you they can like loan players to another team and then recall yeah. them. So there's a bunch of shit that I don't really understand. No, they more,
1: they they got more more like rap contracts.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, be, I would love, I would love to one day break them all down. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for the right time. But it, it's, it's really, it's some good information, even if we talk about music contracts.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like a instead of having like a three album deal, they got like a three seat season deal over at a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Inter we'll, or something, something like that. But you know, we got the international flavor in the Twitch community as well. So maybe our, uh, our UK fan base can uh, dive in on that whenever we get there. But <laughs> I think. Uh, right up top i think it's universally known maybe universally known universally accepted that out of those three major sports the nfl has the worst contract structure for the players the nba yeah. seems to have the best and then baseball seems to have the largest range or disparity from the highest to the lowest paid players
1: i think that yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that directly uh i think that directly like it literally reflect reflects rather sorry reflects the intentions of the league. Like if you will rank the same way as far as who cares about the players and who cares about the like it's it's the same exact way that the contracts work itself out too. I agree with the that. The NBA is the the best. You know, the uh baseball is the most long term and then NFL fucking sucks. It's the same, it's the same exact thing.
0: Well that's that may okay so I'd say that's probably the the social aspect looking at it as like if you were trying to look at it as a social experiment and you said who cares about their players the most that's probably a good way to kind of rack it and stack it now if you looked at it from a business perspective how do you think that view would change
2: if it was looked at it as a business perspective i as a business perspective i don't see nothing wrong with nfl contracts considering how considering how, how likely it is, is mm-hmm. and it's not guaranteed that you're going to even have that long of a, a career or maybe even finish out your contract playing football for the one you have. So like, let's say for instance, uh, somebody gets signed four years. Um, for instance, let's say a, a running back, right? Uh-huh. What's the, what's the average career length of a, a running back?
0: Like four six, seasons or five years. Six,
2: right? something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's short as hell. It's probably like the shortest, um, Average of career or whatever. So let's say a running back, you get a four-year contract, uh, ninety million, but forty-five million guaranteed, right? So if they was to do football contracts like baseball and basketball will, where, you, where you, whatever your contract is, that's what you get in. So like four years, ninety million, you you guaranteed that ninety million. With football, if they was to guarantee full contracts, then the, the, the overall amount of the contracts would be a whole lot less. They wouldn't give you the that room where, yeah, you're guaranteed 45, but you could still possibly make that other 45 with it with incentives and different things that's written into the contract. Cause I, I feel like a lot of the stuff in football contracts are um, dependent on your health pretty much. That's why it's such a big gap in between the guaranteed money and the overall amount of the contract.
1: To validate what Mo was saying, the average the average lifespan, I guess you can call it, career span rather, of a running back is two and a half years. Oof.
0: That's even less um, than I expected.
1: Yeah, two and a half years. Uh, then, the wideouts start to get to the fours and stuff like that. You know, as you change positions, but the running back is only two and a half years. And that's why it's such a
2: big like difference between the amount of con- or the amount of money that each p- each position can make it's like oh, you got the quarterbacks is- they making the most money you got the running backs going to be like as, as far as like the skill positions yeah. the running backs are probably going to be a little bit less than your wide receivers yeah. your wide receivers going to be less than your quarterbacks your linemen going to be less than them your corner yeah. your- It's going to be like everybody not going to be able to or have the same opportunity to even make the same amount of money based on your position. So it's mad different factors that go into football contracts.
0: So on the quarterback side, which is, I guess, an interesting thing, the way you broke broke that down. Do you think there's do you think the quarterbacks because quarterbacks have the largest contracts? Do we Mm -hmm. think that's because they're the most important position on the field or because they literally pay seven other people to protect them? And they're the I most protected, so they technically have the potential for the longest, the for the longest. Most longevity.
2: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the, the fact that quarterback careers are – You look at Tom Brady. He in the league, well, how long? He's been playing 20-something, 20 21, 22 years now. Yeah. Name me a running back that's been in the league 20 years.
0: Oh, none. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, you can't even you, – you're not even going to find a wide receiver that's been in the league 20 years.
1: That's tough. That's tricky because cause I w- I was look, I was thinking about it and I'm like, well, um, you ever I don't know if you go through the, I go through these little crazy moments where I try to say like what would I do if I was in a life of underscore?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, and yeah, I know I'm crazy. So I've been in the eighties, I've been in Mexico, I've been in World War Two, I've been in, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? I, I've been through I've been through it all. And I always put myself in like these positions of like, like damn it's fucked up for blah 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 what would I do if I was blah 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 and I and I wondered that like because I look at it like this like okay people get upset and I don't know how to change I don't know how to make this conversation Lowe's I don't know how to make this conversation fair to the ears of who has to listen to how long we can go about it because you could talk about this all day I'm not I'm not saying I'm trying to I'm saying in general like everybody's gonna have a point until you get to wherever you get to you know what I mean it's just how the world works so when I look at it like, okay, the, the quarterbacks are the most protected. They get the they get the most jersey sales, whatever the case may be, they get the most attention. You know, everything, everything goes for the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But what are the other players doing to put themselves in the position to be seen enough for their jersey sales to compare? So like if you want a whatever your favorite team is, you gotta get the quarterback if you're the casual fan. Mm-hmm. If you're the team's fan, then you're gonna get the best player. And then if you somebody who don't give a fuck about football, you just get whatever the gift was. So I always say, like, all right, if I'm a lineman, I'm taking my helmet off. I'm doing post-game interviews. I'm saying, I'm gonna say the certain things that's gonna give me enough light to put myself in a position to look important. And I think that you had your breakouts, like your straight hands and, and you know what I'm saying? You had yeah, your people who Lawrence Taylors, you had your people who said, All right, you know what? I'm I'm gonna be cool without the helmet. And I think that whose fault is it that none of the other players took their time to do it? Well, I- like like how do you how do you how do you assess whose fault it is that the other positions are not important
0: but we have to remember that lawrence taylor michael strahan and players like that they didn't they didn't become popular because they took their helmet off they became popular because of what they did with their helmet on they were absolutely outstanding in their position which translated into that more notoriety so when you look at it's kind of the way it's advertised on tv right because when you look when you watch it on tv when you watch football on tv you're not seeing any other player except the quarterback standing on the sidelines. Unless somebody else is hurt or they did something while they are talking about that player specifically, when they move that camera to the sidelines, you're seeing the quarterback and the coach. And that, that's about it. So that's where you're going to get some of that it, that press and notoriety and FaceTime on TV, even outside of an interview. But it normally comes down to a quarterback if they make a game-winning throw or a game-losing interception or something. So I feel like they're more integral to the to every single play, because one thing that they do can blow the whole game up. So you're gonna see a lot of that, you know.
1: Is it okay if I counter?
0: A hundred percent. That's what we have. How
1: for. how how could that necessarily be true? Well, because I feel like that's a discredit to so many great other players who were good on the field. Because sometimes we make exceptions to rules, we forget how many people could have been the exception if they did one thing. So, like we, we see the Lawrence Taylors, we talk about Michael Strahan. We talk about Ray Lewis. Somebody who was a show every single time you saw him. A show. Like, big tackle, keep the camera on Ray Lewis for a second. Watch him do a celebration, watch him get his team in order, have a segment of times he led the team, him talk about that in post-game interviews. I feel like a lot of the players, like your um Luke Keekley's and stuff like that, like they there's just certain pay- players who are. Above the regular TV, like NFL shown game, and if they did take a little bit more time to show off, or put more personality into it, or hire agents that may put them in the right position, or, or even coaches—not coaches, but like background men—to tell you, yeah. like, yo, that that move was cool. Keep that going. Do that more often. Like Odell on the sideline, or Odell when he when he all of a sudden Odell goes from catching that crazy catch behind his back. To every pregame, one hand crazy catches. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the certain things that you're going to do that make the people remember you were the man that time. And that's the thing that made you do it. Steph Curry in the uh, pregames, he made shooting threes pregame like highlight worthy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Dribble triple two times behind his back, spin around and shoot the same spot up three that you would shoot on the catch, but you did all the crazy stuff first. And now you got players like Kyrie doing layups. And like, just every person takes advantage of that camera time, except for these NFL players. That's not quarterbacks. Okay. What do you do with that?
0: So we got like, a little yeah. chi- we got a little chime in from the Twitch feed. I'm gonna- uh, Shelby is saying mentors. So I know we speak about mentors in a way that is generally about like doing the right thing on the field or developing in your craft. What about mentorship for your publicity? should we be looking at that as well
1: uh i, I it's hard because maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm in, in equipped to uh,
0: or to answer training. that
1: cuz like cuz who,
0: like who who's ever done it but who's I, know, started, I know but I know I used to
1: think, an ex ex-mine used to um used to have her father worked for the giants or or worked with the giants on what to do in circumstances like with women or how they approached and how to respond. Mm -hmm. And she used to do role plays with some of the players, like, you know, talk to the player and then the player would would have his response. You know, they role play out someone trying to take advantage of them and they'd have to respond to it. I never knew that until me and her spoke.
0: Yeah, that's media training, though. That,
1: that's no, 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 no. How to deal with the everyday, like the, the grouping in the, in oh, the bar. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah,
0: gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: And, and, and like those kind of circumstances of people trying to take advantage of them, you yeah. know what I mean? Just them in general. How do I know that they don't like how, why would the NFL position the players to be able to take advantage and make so much money off the field when it would cost them however much? Wouldn't it be on them to get it?
0: No. I Why think, would the
1: NFL put you in a position?
0: No, no, I, no. This is what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. The NFL should okay, okay. put, put you in that position. Because I, I
1: wouldn't if I'm the NFL.
0: Okay. Let Let's use Let's just use Twitch as a as an example, right? So. You know, you're on Twitch, you're trying to improve your brand, you're trying to get more people to stay, so maybe you reach out to somebody, a Twitch streamer that you actually uh, that you actually watch, and you reach out to them and you try to establish, like, hey, what's the things I can do to improve? What's the things I can do to do this? So if I'm a new receiver coming into the league, maybe I try and hit o- Odell and say, hey, man, I really like what you're doing, you're doing great things, good put publicity, you figured out how to put yourself out there so you can get some more dollars off the field. How can I go about that? You know, maybe but this so. Is, maybe it's seeking out mentorship in that arena. Go is that up, what is that me, up, let me, I,
1: I don't have the chat in front of me? Is that what they're saying? I'm elaborating off that point. Okay,
0: okay, okay. What did okay. you say, Mo? Go ahead.
1: So two things
2: with the mentor and like media training stuff. Yeah, that will work for you to reach out to other players and like um, pick their brain on how they did it or how they got to where they are. But another aspect of that is those players that that the the media and these endorsements and companies and all that stuff like that—they're not just going to anybody because they have some like pizzazz or whatever on the field. All these people that's getting all these sponsorships and all this notoriety are actually producing on the field. So mm-hmm. the first thing players got to do is actually be good enough for the media to even want to talk to them.
1: I think that was what Los was saying. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah,
2: right. The second thing is,
1: um,
2: shit. I lost my damn training throw. You need I'm a
1: move. You need with. a move. You need a move. Yeah, you gotta have a move, like a certain thing that people come to you for. A yeah, spin like, move or something. You need you need a draw. Yeah, but the thing with football is the the being
2: that you are at, with a helmet on your whole time and the whole time you're playing and stuff like that, and it's not gonna be so much canvas. It's a level eleven people on the field. It's fifty-two people on the roster, yep. so you got a whole another forty-one people on the sideline plus coaches. That the cam camera, camera not going to just be zooming in on you all the time. It's a whole sideline full of players, so they're gonna if they looking at the sideline and see who some what somebody doing, they are gonna look at the person who's like the, the 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 team captain, or the quarterback or somebody like a Odell to be like oh. That drive, they had a bad drive, or the quarterback threw a bad pass, he ain't get the see ball. They gonna zoom in on him to see his reaction, or see what mm-hmm. they talking about, or the quarterback just threw an interception. Oh, let's go zoom in on him and the quarterback's coach, or him and the coordinator, going over the the the, the little screenshots on the tablet. They not just going to the sideline to choose anybody. So if the first thing that players in the NFL got to do baby. is actually go and produce on the field to make the media even want to be interested in them. Yeah. Everybody that got like got like the big endorsements and always had to focus on them wasn't always the loud or um the type of players like like how Ocho Cinco always had or Chad Johnson always had the the um elaborate um T D celebrations or the the extra stuff like uh Ray Lewis doing his little dance before before the before the game out the tunnel and stuff like that. Like, everybody though, Michael Strahan wasn't a crazy player, like he talked this trash and joked around, but he didn't really do that many crazy antics on the field, but I felt like he articulated so well, yes, and why did why did we get a chance to even know who Michael Strahan was after the game or on the sideline because he was a beast on the field?
0: You're right, hang on, but there's I think there's a different degree there, right? So we talk about Michael Strahan, he probably didn't have the antics, but Michael Strahan was an elite player, right? So, That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, and I agree with you that they got to produce in the field, too. But I think getting to what Mel was saying about putting yourself in the position to do more, maybe you're not an elite player, but you're a good player that has some good plays. So it's almost about learning how to commoditize the camera time, right? So if you make a play and you're in on a tackle, you know the camera's going to be there on the tackle. So you can do something right after that. Like, who is it that whenever they got, like, the, the sack would do, like, the little thing like this? And, like, whatever that, that shit was. Uh, J. J., not J. J.J. Watt um, or somebody like no, that. No, no, no. Uh,
2: Jared Allen from um, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, there,
0: there you go. Yeah, so look, look how, uh, look, how quickly,
1: look how quickly in a, in, a, in such a huge league, you just had 52 players, bro, and that's each team yeah. over however many years. And you thought of two people as soon as he said that. Yeah, but you so, want to know. So, that's that's so, the part I'm talking about. No, no, but let me tell 100%. you why
2: those two people popped in my head and the reason why I knew it was Jared Allen from Minnesota. Because mm-hmm. Jared Allen was the best player on that defense in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying to it that wasn't, point. It was right? not
2: too many people that was yeah. one that was doing that and one that was on that level of playing. That's yeah. why I knew who it was.
0: But to that point, he did something, right? So if you're a good player, maybe you're not a great player, you know you watch enough football in your life growing up. You know when the camera is going to be where. And if you know you're part of a play, it's learning how to commoditize that camera time that you know there's a high likelihood that the camera's going to be on me to do something that can become memorable, that will stick. That way you get some of those off-field opportunities even before you're elite.
1: That's I agree. Even unsnapping the helmet, bro, there is so many small things. And I'm learning that as I try to grow on Twitch. Like just how much a small thing people can make a callback on and be like, oh, it's funny when mel does that or it's hilarious when he bounces somebody's energy off and says that it's a certain phrase or certain mannerism whatever the case may be or look hitting the camera real quick like i even bring it here sometimes like you know some sometimes i might have a conversation and, and all of a sudden mo might say something i might make a joke look over to the camera and do this that that's that just becomes something that you get used to after a while of trying to create a callback on yourself and I'm not no NFL player, but I'm just saying there's there's plenty of great Julius Peppers and Dominicans Sue. Like there there's players who had plenty of time to, to do some crazy thing in the camera real quick, and it turned into a brand.
0: Yeah, and and, and like, Sue's real... brand turned out to just be stomping on another player's helmet.
2: But another I know, thing I know, that I know, I know, yeah, <laughs> another thing that go with that is the market that you play in too, and that goes across I'm all right. sports.
0: Yeah, because... that's
2: true. That's true. Because when well, you brought up Luke, Luke, uh, Keekly, right. Yep. One of the best, damn that cup bright as hell on, on, yo, I mean, you got diamonds that should, on that cup or something. That shit might not
0: have ceramic. That <laughs> got, it might. <laughs> <laughs> might be. It might be. It's it a whole bike reflector he's drinking out of. That shit might up. be. All
2: right. But <laughs> let's look at somebody like Luke Keekly, right. One of the best linebackers that was in the game, best linebackers in the game. Yeah, where did he play at? He played in Carolina. They don't get that much coverage, like they don't get that many nationally televised games. They 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 did get a few when when Cam when, was when, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that Cam there, that not there no more. They ain't getting that much getting that many games. Look at freaking, um, for instance, Zion is all over the place because Zion was all over the place in high school, but. Even with Zion in New Orleans, New Orleans still don't get that many that many nationally televised games. So it's all it, it. You could be the best player on that team doing crazy stuff and doing what you're saying, like doing the little tassel, um, not t- the rope joint or whatever, or doing the, the helmet snaps and stuff like that. But if you're not getting seen, yeah, you could be the best player on the team. Advertisers gonna wanna have people that's gonna be all over the place.
1: To, um,
0: so can
1: to, to hey. minimum because I, I don't I don't want to I want to blow the time and then I, I'll I'll make my last point and then we'll, yeah, we'll check ahead. out and then go to youlos's what I was thinking was so every every next step of contracts has a like whoever did it like the bird years mm-hmm. the, you know what I'm saying every, every contract has someone who did it obviously the NBA had the LeBron decision that changed the, the changed sports for the rest of time like you know what I mean that, that is eternal so what? Wh- who's who's that in the NFL? Besides the quarterback, who who is that? It's just the quarterback right now, and I think the closest example
0: that we have might right that now is might that homes. might
1: be the next That's thing the that man. that might be the next thing that needs to happen. The person that stands on it or takes the loss, so you know whatever the case may be. And uh, and uh, we go from there. My bad to drag the subject for so long. Go ahead, Los, do your thing.
0: No, it's not a drag on the su- subject. I actually just want to take mm-hmm. the, this point that we're making. I know we kind of strayed way off the the original intent, but I kind of like where we're going here. So now I want to take that direct comparison to publicity on lower level players, and let's compare that in the NFL to the NBA, right? So now mm-hmm. you're in you're in the NBA where there's less there's less people on the roster, so there's less people sitting on the bench, which makes your visibility higher even if you're on the bench. Much higher, but yeah. Even when you're on the when you're on the court, there's nobody with a helmet on. And I feel like you can do less and get more. So if let's take a moment and let's think about some of the lower level players that have T V commercials and just little endorsements of shit that you see them in versus how many lower level NFL players you actually see them in just because of the amount of FaceTime they have. And I think, yeah. that comparison, if we look at that, I think we can draw a parallel to the way the contracts are structured as well. Am I bugging on that?
2: Nope, yeah, y'all nope. Will have to tell me who in the nBA or just who who what lower level um lower level what what players y'all talking about on these commercials because I don't really watch too much TV and okay, the dance so, show let's, let's, uh, the
0: so let, let's make an elite comparison, right. So mm-hmm. you got Patrick Mahomes, right? He's in like mm-hmm. every commercial right now. Uh, head and Shoulders with Troy Polamalu and who the, who, who the fuck else? State Farm, all the who, who the
1: big hair dude did yeah. that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So yep. we got that as a measuring point. So that's elite MVPs, Super Bowl champ. And now we look on the other side, and we got Kevin Durant commercials, right? So you got commercials with Kevin Durant is doing some weird shit. Who knows? Whatever. But you got Kevin Durant commercials. You got elite players. And now let's mm-hmm. look at the next level down, right? Joe Harris from the Nets has commercials. All he does is shoot. Klay Thompson has commercials. And, I'm, and, like, they're not elite, but they're specialists in a specific area. Klay Thompson has commercials. Bobo has commercials. Um, who's the other – the big dude on Dallas? Um,
2: oh, Bogdan whatever.
0: Boban, or whatever? Yeah. Boban,
1: Boban. Yeah. Boban.
0: He's got commercials. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. not because of his play on the court, but because of his personality. He's big as hell. He's big as hell. He's goofy. People and he embraces like him. it. And he embraces it. Yeah, he's he's funny. You know, when players are doing like when Luka's doing an interview for hitting a crazy game winning shot, Bobon's in the back, like p- picking him up like a big ass giant and shit. He's doing things and he's on TV and he's averaging like five points a game and a block and some rebounds. There's yeah, no I
1: dare to say I, I dare to say I probably see Bobon on TV more than Luca. hundred percent. Like yeah like but, but yeah. I'm just saying
0: like if we take that level of comparative uh that take that comparison and try to compare that to a player in the NFL of the equal, of the equal level you wouldn't even recognize them if you know you ran into them never mind see them in a commercial and I think maybe that has to do with some of the disparity right because maybe maybe you're not a basketball fan but you see this big ass dude in this commercial that's yeah, so like, about the same bro that dude is a giant and then Maybe somebody who doesn't watch basketball says, hey, who's the tall dude from the state farm commercial? And that brings awareness to the NBA versus yeah. you can't bring somebody that you don't know or has no personality or no draw to get in a commercial. How does that tie back to NFL branding and you know recognition? So maybe it's a it's a like second or third level roundabout marketing for the league.
1: I I I don't disagree. I just think that who's the who's the fair voice to say what you said to their conscience like is it the league that should do that is it the agent that should do that is it them wanting to step up like who 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 fixes that What can it be or can it be it can fixed? be
0: fixed everything in the world starts with you right if you sit around waiting for something to happen or somebody else to do something for you you're never going to get anywhere you're never going to succeed you 100% pack it in if it doesn't All if five. it doesn't start with you you're not doing anything. So you got to take care of yourself before you look at somebody else to help you. Because I'm not going to offer you a help a helping hand if I see you're not even willing to help yourself. So, one, you got to start with yourself. And then, two, look at the people that are in your corner that are pushing you to do that. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> All right, <man. laughs> I thought you were off. <laughs> yeah, you did. Back. <laughs>
1: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: After that, then you got to look about who's in your corner. Who are the people you kept with you? Who are the hanger-ons, and who are the people that are actually going to give you the good advice? Did you hire the right agent? Do you have the right publicist? Not because they're the best in the business, but they're best for the brand you're trying to build or what it is you're trying to do. So I think those are the two biggest things, having the right team and figuring out what you want to do for yourself and pushing that. Um, if you don't ever look to the league to do anything for you, that would be my perspective on it.
1: I'm with that. Cho True. I, I I always think I I say every day everything starts with you. So I think that um I think there's value in that, and I think that the the other leagues, or at least the NFL, at least is gonna have to um they're gonna have to push the issue on like making it happen themselves. Yo, that shit is not gonna get fixed. Like I don't know how to say that without sounding like an asshole to people who get paid way more and who are doing greater things then a lot of us are doing sitting at the house or sitting at our regular jobs, not pushing the issue to be great. Mm -hmm. Yo, you have to do whatever you, whatever you want to happen. You have to start to create the Avenue for it to happen. If you can't make it happen, then at least make the Avenue. But if you just chill and complain then you won't get anything. And that, that's, that's, I mean, that goes for all of us. So Mm -hmm. I think, I just think that they don't like, you know, the NFL players, the right, the people who could make the move just, you know not for lack of better word i ain't gonna say it but they just you know blah 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 and complain the whole time and like they they gotta step up into that role i would i think it would be so much cooler if we saw nonchalant celebrations in the nfl like you know like play around with that league you want to keep on saying we can't spike the ball then i'll fake spike you know what i'm saying I, i would be fake spiking like you know that's something i do i score a touchdown Turn on my spike, look at the camera and just and wave off. Talk about take my helmet off. Like a little move like that might turn into okay, he's playing with the rules a little bit. We kind of like this guy. Can he do it with a shoe? You know, stop, show your shoe. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You know so, what I'm saying? Like little mm-hmm. little stuff like that. Show your cleat. Like, there, there's so many small moves that I think will turn into the NFL player making enough money off the just to get to the point because I because I think we did kind of drag off a little bit, making enough money off the field to build leverage. To say, yo, I need a guarantee. People buying my jersey, they buying seats to see me. They know I'm about to do that fake spike. The whole crowd got the fake spike signs up. You know what I mean? And now at that point, when you want to sign me, I'm going to tell you, like, nah, you know what? I'm going to need 10 more more of those a year. Or maybe, on the other
0: hand, use that and do, like, the Ezekiel Elliott Elliott move, right? So now you're not allowed to do, like, uh, you're not allowed to do a celebration with a prop. So he jumped in the Salvation Army bu- bucket, and whenever they find him, he matched it as a donation, which brought him a lot of publicity. You know what I mean? So spike the ball and then match it and contribute to something. You know what I mean? Like, there's ways to get your name out there, and people will really like that, and that'll drag on and get you get some headlines in the short term. But
1: And I think the NFL, thinks, the NFL should think a little bit more open-minded. Don't be so barbaric in your celebrations and think you need to go find your teammate and knock him down or – Go find your fucking opponent and push him. You know what I'm saying? Like spend more time than that doing something else on the sideline. You know what I mean? Run up to the run up to the to the to the opposing QB and say something cool to him. Hit him on the tap on the shoulder mad hard. Like, you know, it's just so many yeah. funny things you could do to put yourself in a better position, Mo. And I think that the NFL players suck at that. It's, you know, for lack like of a better word. If but you just, don't, you don't. I ain't talking to you. But if you do, you know who I'm talking to, bro. I don't think it's the, the fact that,
2: and I'll make it quick. I don't think it's the fact that the NFL players Geno Smith it, now playing. My fault, my fault. It's the it's the, <laughs> the rules that they have with shit that they can do in the NFL. You know, Marshawn Lynch used to get fined every game that he wore cleats with a gold bottom.
0: Mm-hmm. And what did he do? Keep wearing them.
2: He, just, he, just, he kept wearing them. He just kept getting fined because it's a dumbass rule. And, and another thing is, and which separates. You have the NBA all the way up here, and the NFL right here is the the um the bargaining agreement. The, the the NBA is a whole lot better at getting the shit that they want in that agreement. The NFL, they ain't getting nothing. Like, how you gonna tell me? Like, look at if you if you go look at any video, right? You know how you was talking about Odell doing the catches and all that stuff before the game, bro. Players wear crazy ass cleats all the time in pregame warm-ups, but they never wear them in the game because they'll get fined if they wore those cleats in the game. You get fined if your cleats don't really have the colors of your team jerseys in it. They have like I think like 1 month or 1 week out of the whole season that they could wear special cleats and it's if they if they're wearing it for um a specific uh calls. organization or yeah. something or cause. But that's the only time they can do that. You go in the NBA, your team colors black and white or or blue and red. And you wearing yellow, lime green, and fucking turquoise sneakers. You can do whatever the fuck you want in the NBA. You Mo, Mo, Mo,
1: Mo, like you know, I I ain't trying to, I I don't mm. want to dismiss anything that you're saying. So I, I think that I think that's true, but that is the players' fault, in my opinion. You got you oh, got. I'm agreeing with you, you with got, that. You got Julius Irvin, You got <clears throat> Michael Jordan. You got Allen Iverson. You got T Mac. You got yeah, You got Kobe when he was rapping. Shaquille O'Neal. You have your standout players who. Embrace hip hop culture or the difference—the difference in the normal status quo—and those players double down because you got players like Marshawn Lynch who kept wearing them. And now I'd rather see not one. To be honest with you, I feel like Marshawn Lynch got to be the best player I've I watch off the off the bro, field. His YouTube is hilarious. Bro. Anything yeah. I see him on is a hit. He does not get that if he changes his mind and, and does and worries about the fine.
0: No, you same thing
1: with Jordan. Same thing with Jordan, who you know, you know that whole story. Nike said, well, fuck it, "We'll pick up the fine."
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: like you know, like, like you know, you you so you doubling down in this so bad. We want you there. We'll do it. We'll take we'll take care of ten thousand every game, or however much it was every game. And that's what, and that was back in the, the 20, 30 grand max. You know what I mean? Type mm-hmm. of type of situation. But like the players that are going to double down and say, "Yo, I'll make the difference." You like you said it. These players, and this they're saying to, to like counter your point. It's to counter their point. Like if you wearing the cleats during the pregame warm up, why all of y'all changing them? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they know they have that control over y'all anyway. So if all of you guys are gonna change it to your regular cleats for the game, because y'all don't want to pay twenty thousand dollars already getting paid, a many million, bro. Just do it you only got sixteen weeks. Just pay the fine three times.
0: Yeah, big facts, big facts. Like that's it and if
1: all of them played it three times then then it starts to become like yeah Maybe we need to lower the fine because we just find you know 200 players and then it's like all right now We kind of getting somewhere And we can move forward because I really believe that Contrary to the NFL beliefs Nike and Adidas and all of them other companies that ain't paying a shit so I don't even know why I even named them are (laughs) totally down for You know, oh, oh boy, got a Oh, boy, got a cleat like they want cleats. I know they want more cleats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not there, but they have to want more cleats or more high school students that that don't have anything to do with that buying it. So I I just think that they got to push it. They got to push that shit, man. Like, you're going to need your Iversons. Ain't no Iverson. I guess Marshall Lynch probably the closest thing to Iverson.
0: Yeah, you probably right. Hey Shelby, much appreciate the gifted Asia you know you there now I, I love i love the hearts but you got your wheels now you see that wheel on the left you got your wheels oh now. Let's get some backpacks. well oh, you got a new emote? let's get some back backpacks yeah. in the try now that's a sub badge that's a sub, sub badge so much appreciated so all right so i do want to take that cba point to the next level there we go there they go to the backpacks right. yeah, that's what yeah. i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about yeah, yeah lot of hearts sprinkle some packs in there all right uh let's uh i i want to take that cba point to the next level no plan so the one thing that we <laughs> look at when we're talking about leverage from the player side is the amount of money generation right so this yeah. goes back to that same argument that's always utilized when people talk about uh like the nba pay versus the WNBA pay like how much money you generate popularity all that kind of stuff right so if mm-hmm. we look on the world stage since you know it's a global place now you know we're not just confined to where we're at now basketball on the global stage is much more popular than american fo- football it's not that's even close been the case yeah so i'm going to share this so everybody in the what you call it can see it. in the uh, stream can see it so if we're looking at the top 10 popular sports in in the world obviously you got you know fo- football slash soccer in america cricket, and then basketball. So when you're looking at these numbers, we're talking about billions. And then you got American football slash rugby, which aren't even the same thing, but they're they're coupling them together because it's so small, Mm -hmm. at 410 million. So when you're looking at that, and you look on the global stage, your popularity is going to add to your leverage. You know what I mean? So when you look at the things you can ask for, you're a bigger product. You're a bigger draw, and there's less of you which gives you a better position when you're going into leverage that collective bargaining agreement. So I do want to say that in as far as the disparity between the NBA and the NFL. But at the same time, I don't want to keep on bailing the NFL out because I don't think that's what we were trying to do, but I think we spent a lot of time putting the onus on the player and saying what they could do. But now let's take a look at what the NFL is and isn't doing by making that comparison to baseball. Because baseball was in that 10 spot below the NFL. But baseball has no salary cap. And you look at the amount of money and the amount of guarantees they have, and you look at the amount of money and the amount of guarantee uh, in the NFL, and there's a huge disparity there, even from top player to top player. Mm-hmm. So is there is there precedent there set by the MLB to say that the NFL – can and should be doing more to maybe reward their top players with more guaranteed money or a better structured contract for the individual, seeing how much they draw, not only just for the league, but for that team individually, especially if they're a small market team.
1: Was that your Jeopardy noise? Yeah. You know yeah. No, I was the thing. That's, that's, yeah. my, that's my practice, right? right. I mean, so, that's, that's my that's – my, no, 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 no. No, it's not. It's family feud.
0: Okay. The floor recognizes Mel. Go
1: on. Okay. Cool. Yo, listen. How (laughs) how can you say that when the most popular American sport is football? So, like in America, football more popular than all of it.
0: But we don't. It's not about just America anymore. We're interconnected.
1: Unless you are selfish enough to know that your people are the ones that's going to spend the dollar. And I think that where it becomes where it becomes convoluted is the fact that. Our dumbasses is gonna go buy the, the quarterback jersey. And that's it. And then we're gonna be done with that. After that, all we're gonna do is buy the quarterback jersey. All we're gonna do is tell our girlfriends to buy the jersey and they're gonna go get the quarterback. Or go get the trash player we never heard of. One or the other. Y'all. <laughs> Either they're gonna get the quarterback or they're gonna get that bum ass kicker that you didn't want. Okay. And so- I think that I think that until we until we learn to create. The Avenue where the avenue is presentable, we won't get the results bro we they they at the end of the day, why would they even go for being more popular in China, you're the most popular in America when the Chinese people are gonna go oh, that's it no sir when certain <laughs> when certain cultures are going to be uh equipped enough to take the advantage of whatever they like the most, unfortunately, this population, including us mm-hmm. are going to. Only go for what we think is cool. And that's the problem that we have when the NFL players think they're not cool enough and they sit the fuck back. Why would the, NBA, why would the NFL change that? we already billions and billions of dollars rich and these players can't fucking figure out how to get some money for themselves. We're fine. I don't need to be more popular than cricket. All
0: right, one, How one, much cricket one,
1: players get paid?
0: One quick rebuttal and then we have to re- recognize Mo who
1: cool. raised his hand.
0: My bad. A quick rebuttal is... The quick rebuttal is that we've seen the example from the NBA on what the global stage does for you, right? Because right now, the number two selling jersey in the NBA is Luka Doncic. And that's not because of American jersey sales. It's because of his international presence and the fact that he speaks multiple languages, played in the Euro League. So that international presence does allow you to get more money, which is why Stephon Marbury, who was done in the NBA, is getting obscene amounts of money in China and has his own sneaker, why Jeremy Lin, has a signature sneaker, because while we're a big country, we're small in terms of population on the global scale. So the NFL can do better at branding their sport outside of the U.S., and I know they've been trying to make inroads into London forever, but they haven't really put a team over there or done anything like that where the NBA is playing games in China and doing exhibitions and all that other stuff. So the NFL does have to do something, and the play, and if the NFL was looking more global, the players would be able to take advantage of that moment.
2: All right, I was gonna say something about how when y'all was talking about like on a global scale, yes, the NFL, they've been trying to branch out as far as playing multiple games a year in London now, but they ain't do it last season or nothing like that because of COVID and all that shit, but they've been trying to do that Um, to address the chat. um, Baseball players make way too much money. So this is the thing that people got to understand with baseball, right? A lot of people look at and y'all know. Growing up, baseball was my shit. Y'all motherfuckers was playing basketball. I was yep. playing baseball. Baseball, you got to remember, baseball. A baseball season, you got seventeen weeks, or yeah, seventeen weeks, which is now gonna move to eighteen weeks in football, right? You got eighty-two games in basketball. You got a hundred and sixty-two games in baseball. A baseball team and baseball players you playing like four to five games a week. They don't have a salary cap. Yes. Or they don't have a salary cap. No. But being that they're playing baseball on TV from pretty much spring training in March to the world series in October. And depending on how long the series go, maybe November baseball is on TV all year long. So baseball They, they, you talk about basketball TV contracts. Baseball TV contracts probably crazy as hell. And plus, you got the teams in big markets like Boston, uh, Yankees, Mets, uh, Dodgers, the Padres.
1: Yeah. The Texas. Mm -hmm.
2: Like you get in. That's why they could get these contracts because they got these crazy ass TV deals in their areas. Plus, nationally televised games. So that's the thing. And then with football, the reason why they they're never gonna they're never gonna go away with a salary cap with football. So we might as well just get that shit out of our mind. Yeah, no, you right. The contracts, what I I feel like they can guarantee, well, they do have guaranteed content, you have a guaranteed portion of the contracts. Yeah. But they I feel like football just need to be like, all right, you're gonna get a five year deal if you guarantee 50 million for 5 years just make the the contract 50 million and then plus incentives don't be like oh you got a 5 year contract 120 million contract but 40 million guaranteed that make it seem like bro what the fuck you got a 120 million contract but you only going to get 40 million that's if the you point, don't
1: though, go Mo. the the that's the, there's there's the, the most part the most part for the most part is what i'm trying to say for the most part <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to go to my next sentence, but I'll finishing this one. For the most part, you got who's going to be savvy enough to catch it prior to signing it in your adult life. You are equipped enough or seeing enough messed up situations that you will not allow someone to take advantage of you. We've all become jaded in our lives from times that we were taken advantage of. But coming from nothing to your first year, second year, 20, 24, I made a lot of mistakes at 22. 23 and I think that they they can sell the number of 150 mil and then on the back half, like they, the NFL comes out the better one on that equation much more times and the best way to fix it is by turning 120 mil to 160 mil not not doing what you're saying well which makes more sense but it's not their job to it's not the business's job to protect the people that are in the business. the business protects the business. And that's all that will ever matter in this country. And I think that that has a lot to do with the fact that in America, this is the most popular sport. While worldwide, other people may be catching on to that. People don't want to see players smack against another player and they arm go the opposite direction all the time. Like that, that is, that's hard to watch on, the, on like for some some people don't like to watch the NFL way, way more because of what is going on on an everyday base than just. Than just Kaepernick, so and that's why that that I think that that plays a lot when the NFL knows that and they have a marketing team that's smart enough to take advantage of the of that same direction. Like you know you know what I mean. I think sometimes we argue fairness votes versus this country, and that that shit is out. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. That shit is out. That shit is out. I agree with you, but thinking like I think you're right. It's just,
2: advocate. Yeah. If I'm a Let's say I'm a an NFL uh, team owner, right? Just like you said, people running into each other every play, somebody getting the arm bent back this way, right? Now I got to think, and that's it. to go off what I'm about to say. I think the end of to fix the damn thing. I think the NFL just need to go away with contracts per position. They, look like you, you, they
1: ain't doing
0: you. that. Explain that a little further. Say that again.
2: I can't see that. Contracts per position, meaning uh-huh. like, um, you like um, a running back only can make this amount a year. Gotcha. A wide receiver gotcha. 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 only can make okay. this amount okay. Okay. a year. Okay.
0: Yep.
2: Like if you if you Julio Jones and you going crazy or Megatron breaking records and shit like that, you shouldn't be capped off. Or just because the next highest um, contract was maybe 15 million a year, now you can get 16 million a year. Yeah, now part. that's gonna reset the, reset the market and now you're the highest paid. No, if I'm going crazy and I deserve 25 million a year, I should get 25 million a year. Not because I'm a wide receiver and I only can make 16. That's what I mean by that. Like, I think that whole buy position contract shit is bullshit.
1: Yes, okay. and I okay. think that the and fact now, that the sport is bullshit, that's, that's not going to change. That's an opinion, it, but go ahead. But
2: that's what I was about to get to. The only way I see something changing with the NFL is if they do it the way the NBA doing it. Not, not meaning to go back to comparing the two again, yeah. but in the, in the um, what is it, the NBA PA, the Basketball the Association, Association, whatever. Yeah, yep. the MBPA, yeah. Who's, who's the president of that? Who's the vice president of that?
1: Yeah, Chris Paul. The yeah, players, Paul yeah. Lebron, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, NFL,
2: you don't have the players as the president of the um the players association. You got some dude that don't even play fucking football. That probably don't even know if he played football. Yeah,
1: I don't the same sense. page. We on the same page. We on the so same now, page.
2: He's not even he not really gonna be going in there really with the the best intentions for the for the players. He gonna be kind of like trying to. Playing middle man.
1: like, like, yeah, yeah he's, like, gonna, he's gonna be a businessman that, that
2: helps the business, mad, and I don't want to make y'all mad neither. So he's gonna be trying to like massage both sides and shit. The players in the NBA, they like, nah, we play this game, we want this.
0: Yes, yeah, you got for yourself.
1: For yeah. yeah. And the yeah, goal either, you know either counter off for this or we ain't doing shit. And that's the difference between somebody that's gonna say, Yo, I'm standing on this. We're not getting paid enough for this. Why would the NFL change the the by-position contracts when they know they can beat all the players for four, five, six years until somebody step up, then they'll make one change, and they get another four or five years (coughs) of taking advantage. Next thing you know, the players who probably would have said something are all gone, and they got kids in there that don't know shit, and they keep on repeating that. same. It's rinse and repeat. This was not supposed to be the NFL contract podcast. Like... (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's insane to me when when I listen to the NFL players talk and it's it's the it's my least favorite athlete articulating their message. That's a general statement because there's some that can do it amazingly. But some just can't get their point across. The right way, like I don't know how to say it, but like how how powerful you make a message in a certain amount of time is how far you can take whatever you believe in. If you just say something that makes sense and they catch it before you can get to the right ears, they'll stop it. And the NFL players have not learned how to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that the decision was one of the most fucked up things that happened to the NBA as far as if you're a sports fan, the simple sports fan. But at this point, it's, it was so far ahead of his time that now we are looking at a Damian Little like he's fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like just percent, the fact that yeah. it has something that's like, okay, now this is what you should do in order to get the next step. You don't see it happening yet. Demand your place, make them do that. If there was no decision, there would be no James Harden and 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 uh in Brooklyn. There would be no Kawhi Leonard getting a chip over there. Like All of that stuff plays a big part and, and even kudos to Kawhi Leonard because I believe this isn't talked about enough yet either. For him to be like, yo, trade me and when they say yo, we're going to trade you over there, all the team is like, nah, if you trade me over there, I'm telling you, hey team, if you accept that deal, you're a fool because I'm not resigning." <laughs> and now you put the league on ice where they're like, alright, well I got a megastar and I got to force a contract in this direction. Same thing with AD. You know, when you get the players who do that, now the NBA is like at war between the best players and the and the owners. And the NFL is like, yeah, all right, best player, shut up. You know, like, all right, you know what? Cool. We'll let we'll let your we'll let your Pats get through. We'll let you those people are smart. I don't want no drama with them, so we'll give them what they need. And the rest of y'all just not gonna ever fight hard enough to make a difference. Because y'all seen what happened to Cat.
0: Yeah, no, facts. So I think that's one thing that a lot of people... When a lot of people have this conversation, they lean yeah. on the side of what they believe to be morality or the right thing to do. And the right thing to do is always based on whose perspective you're looking at it from. From the NFL owners and the league's thing, they, they, they think they're doing the right thing. From the player side, they don't think they're doing the right thing. So it's really what side you stand on, right? So the, the hard part about the NFL and the NBA and MLB is it's not fair no matter who it is it's what you can agree on in unison and mm-hmm. i think the unique the unique situation that the nfl is in is also probably their biggest problem is that they've got 52 players on a team and then you got that amount of people multiplied by that many teams you got a lot more people than the nba and the mlb probably combined how do you get that many people to agree on something is tough. It's hard to even get a majority in that amount of people. I mean, just look at the way elections go in a country. You can see how arguments, you know, and trying to agree on something gets tougher as the population base for that grows. So if you can't get on the same page for your own side, and then you don't even have your own advocate as a player going to fight the war for you against the teams and the league, you're guaranteed to lose because you've got too many holes in your plan. So to go to mo- most point they really do got to stitch that together and find out get the right advocates in their corner and then try to unify on a single message or maybe just pick a few points that say hey these are the things we want to hit at and slowly chip away at it to make some incremental progress.
1: But what if that's not possible.
0: It is possible. Everything is possible. And that's the thing. We had like I don't even want people to have that thought. I don't want players to have that thought. I don't know who watches well, I- this. But I don't want anybody to have that thought. If you go into a situation thinking that something is not possible, it will never happen because you've already made it impossible in your mind. And that's – you're just starting on a losing foot. So you have to go – Is it wrong to say – That can happen.
1: Is it wrong to say that, okay, comfort might come from agreeing, but change comes from disagreeing? So, like, there was plenty of players who thought LeBron's decision was bad. Yep. And now they thank him for it. Uh Uh-huh. So, like – or KD. You know, or that whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, so where is the player that's gonna go against the machine aside from Cap? Who was the last person to go against the league in the NFL? We got Cap, Michelle Lynch. Yeah,
0: no, and, and you're right. There, there's nobody that's going you get going what against... I'm
1: saying. That, that that's all. Yeah. I'm that's all. I'm that's what I'm trying to trying to get at. There's no one voicing themselves loud enough to put another group of people on that same page.
0: You're right, because they, they all just shut the fuck up. Like the NFL needs a lebron-esque ambassador in this arena right they don't have it cap wasn't even that because it happened in a different way you know what i mean it happened in a completely different way where he was out of the league and he was kind of put in a into a position where you know he looked like anything that he was doing was only because he was being black blackballed or they weren't even identifying that at that point but the fact that he wasn't on a team it almost looked vengeful to somebody who wasn't looking at it with an intelligent eye you know what i mean yeah so you need somebody who's in a position of power like a brady and mahomes uh russell wilson somebody who's on the forefront who's producing who's so much of a draw that the nfl can't do anything about it to step up on that ledge and make the risky thing and be the ambassador for the rest of the players you know what i mean but i think they need to at least pick one or two things to go after. If you try and take the shotgun approach and you try to tackle 10 things at once, there's a good chance you won't get any of them done. But if you can get a majority of your population to focus on one thing and get that one thing done, now at least you've made progress and then you can work on the next thing and the next thing. And if you tackle a big problem at a time, you can kind of snowball it down into some real progress and change for the league. And I think that they need to unify at least a majority of you. You're never going to get everybody on the same page and start working towards making those improvements and forcing the league's hand in certain aspects, the same way that the NBA players did to them, and the same way the MLB players did to to ba- baseball as well. So I mean, there the blueprint is there. It's just who's going to be willing to step up and do it.
2: When right. last time the NFL had a strike? Uh,
0: great question. I don't know. Let's uh, let me ask Mr. Internet right here.
1: Uh... What to be like my child? <laughs> <laughs> Word up. that's how the uh, internet is nowadays, bro. For real, seriously, bro. Depending on who you are. The last
0: strike was in the nineteen eighty seven season. So oh, was Where's
1: that, 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 that MLB strike?
0: Uh, let's see. Last MLB strike was in nineteen ninety four. And there was a lockout in 72, 73, 76, 80, 81, 85, and 90 before that strike.
1: And that, that, that's and far from the case in the NFL, right?
2: They've been getting paid since 94. No,
0: word 100%. up, 100%. And that's what I'm saying. They took the action. So maybe it didn't work out for everybody. Because like I said, the MLB has their problems, too. Because they have no salary cap, there's pay disparity and they have the widest range of pay which kind of goes back to what the chat was saying about how ba- baseball players make too much money it's not that it's not that baseball players make too much money it's that baseball player make too much money right like the highest paid player in the mlb is mike trout who got like a 426 million dollar contract versus um versus the minimum salary in the mlb which is just a hair over five hundred thousand. where the minimum salary in the nba is what 400? Uh, oh, no, it's almost 900,000.
1: Oh, is it? That's yeah, crazy. So, so,
0: there's a huge pay disparity at that range as well.
1: That got to be with the TV do That yeah, 900,000. I thought it was 400 before. That's crazy, even though 400,000 is nuts. But to ride the bench for 900,000,
0: yeah, here I'll I put it.
1: Promise I'll, you I'll put six up
0: here. I'll put it up on the screen so you can see. But so I'll based on, yeah, these are the men's salaries
2: based
0: on These are the salaries based on years of experience in the NBA.
1: I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I play first quarter, do concession stay in the second half and then uh
0: hundred percent with the
1: water for the second joint.
0: Yep. So if you don't play at all and you got six years of experience, you can cop two mil. You know what I mean? So there is the, there's a lot a lot of disparity there. But if you look at the minimum salary through the years for the MLB at twenty twenty, it was only five hundred and sixty three thousand. So there's a huge, there's a wider gap between the top and the bottom, uh, as far as pay in the MLB. So they have their issues as well, but it still pales in comparison to what, um, to what the NFL players are dealing with. And I think it's because MLB. they don't have those same kind of strikes that we see in the in, in the NBA and the MLB.
2: MLB has senior your ass down to the uh, minor league in a in a in a hurry too if you ain't producing.
0: Exactly. NBA, oh, NBA it, do that shit too, but that's another big point. The NFL has no minor league; they have no farm system. They
1: got the it's practice squad college. with 80, yeah. 100, like blood hungry players who yeah. who willing to kill for a contract right now.
0: One hundred percent, yeah. So you're starting to you're starting. I mean, not starting to. We see the writing on the wall. Where, do you how
1: many players do y'all know that personally made it to the to the NBA? The uh, NBA. We like, can call Kyrie. We could call Kyrie him because he, cause he, he. I guess he played this in high school. You know, for a couple people in Roselle, we did meet him. Yeah. But like, J.R. So,
0: Smith.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Cool.
0: Trevor Reza.
1: Now, person. Now, yeah. I guess I'm only. Ca- I'm only considering. Uh, uh, Kyrie personal, just because of. It was Elizabeth. You know yeah. what I'm saying, and it was like right there. But like John Hart. Okay. So when you compare it to. The NFL, we got people who went to high school with us. Yep. That hit the league. I worked mm-hmm. at my my current job in the company I work in. One of my best friends went to the league in the NFL, mm-hmm. and a lot of them went for n- like nothing. Not a lot of them went for a little bit of time, a practice squad. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. There's a lot of people who hit, who work their ass off their entire lives, get to the league, and either get injured or they just don't get the right opportunity and they don't move forward. So I, I think that they, how do you make a minor league when players are gonna get hurt in that minor league for minor money? No. Yeah. because like, what, what's it? What's it? What's the, what's the G League? What's the G uh, League minimum? Ain't uh, it like sixty bands or a hundred bands or something like that?
0: Let's find out.
1: I think the the the
2: minor league for for NFL is the CFL, Canadian football and shit.
0: So if you're on a two-way contract, uh you can earn 77250 G-League
1: if you want a two-way.
0: Yeah, which is G-League. So you with the team yeah, yeah, yeah. you are two-way. Seven, seven, 77250 70 and then, and then you can get that split with the amount of time you play in the real league if you got um
1: So in the, the max is, is like 250 until you until you get a split with the league. You go you can get underneath a a, a two way with the league. I, I know that, but yeah, if you yeah. were to play strictly G League, you what seventy seven to two fifty seventy
0: seven two fifty. If you got a two way contract, the maximum you can make is three
1: eighty five. Mm. And you go to nine hundred thousand, and then the you go to level.
0: essentially nine hundred uh, once you get on the. Uh... And
1: it's probably twenty five top players in the G League that will bust all the minimum players in the NBA eyes, like. You know, and, that, and that's just there, got, yeah. you know, let alone the NFL where it's a quarterback who probably plays his ass off, but they only got 64 quarterback spots in the world because there ain't no minor league that's going to get you big lit. and I don't see too many people going from the CFL to the NFL, and if you are in the NFL, you got to play against a backup quarterback who probably shouldn't be a backup quarterback, but he behind the main quarterback. So that, that's rough. That's rough.
0: But there's also less total opportunity worldwide, right? So we always talk about how the NFL has the biggest roster. There's the most spots It's your best chance to make it to a pro league. Yeah, but if you get bounced out of the NFL, where do you go? You ain't got from no there way, you got the yeah. CFL maybe and the XFL. Whenever they come out of ban- bankruptcy once every eight yep. years, you got nowhere else to go. If you yep. don't play, you in, the anymore, in the NBA anymore. Playing
2: now that exactly. fucking fan control bullshit. Yeah, you
0: got weird shit like that. But if you don't, if you don't play in the NBA or you get bounced out, you have a bad year or whatever. There's a million places to play. You can play in Europe, Spain, Africa, China, Japan. You be a millionaire. You be a multimillionaire. You can be the biggest yep. thing going. You can have a full career in one spot and then play over there. Same yep. thing for WNBA for w- w- players. They're playing year-round. They're getting paid more overseas where there's a bigger draw and bigger fan base for it than they do in the U.S., so they're tripling, quadrupling their salaries by playing overseas all year-round. You know what I mean? So you have those opportunities to do other things in these other sports baseball huge in japan and dominican republic and a bunch of other places you can go play you don't make it in the nfl that's it you're done it's, it's mm-hmm. over you know what i mean
1: well how do you how do you feel about the, the uh just to give to give our queens their share too because i don't want to be unfair to them how do you feel about the WNBA contracts and, and the women? is it is it unfair that they get paid what they get paid or is it okay based on the draw
0: I think it's unfair that they have...
1: Let's get canceled, y'all. No, we're not
0: going to get can-
1: canceled. No, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. who the fuck going to cancel me? I'm playing, I'm playing. I'll
0: stream <laughs> to zero. I don't care, bro. <laughs>
1: What's up? <dude? laughs> nah. Um, you got to make it to get canceled this shit, right? <laughs> exactly. Fuck you me. can cancel us right now. We'll be unpaid players one. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. i started all over again.
1: <laughs> uh, nah, but they, their contracts are tough, too, because... It's no, it's no real draw over there, yeah, but I do but, feel like they. I feel like they. They. I don't know, man. This might be some toxic shit, but it is what it is. But let's get into the mix. I feel like w- don't should they not embrace?
0: Man, I don't say I'll it. Say, Just it, man. say it. I'll say it, man. Yo,
1: for for anybody
2: that comes out and say, like, do I think WNBA players are underpaid? Yes. But when people <laughs> fucking come on, like, social media and stuff yeah. like that and be like, oh, LeBron's endorsement deal is such-and-such-and-such and such and such million. Uh, Brittany Griner – oh, not Brittany Griner. What, what the hell is her name? Brittany the, Griner. the tall yeah. – yeah. her hey, name, Brittany right? Griner. Yeah. Brittany Griner. Her, her WNBA contract, 300-and-something thousand or 400-and-something thousand. Yo, first of all, you got to understand. W and I, 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 Google, I Google it so I can have the facts.
1: <laughs>
2: WNBA teams, Don't first of all, you, you only got 12 WNBA teams in the league, right? Yeah. How many teams you got in the NBA? 30? Yeah.
0: 32? 30? Sir.
2: Sure. 30, 30. 30. Let's just say 30. I think it is it's 30. 30. I think it's 32 in the NFL. So yeah. 30 in the NBA, right? So you got mad teams in the NBA. WNBA started in 1996. The NBA started in 1946. Right? Yep. So think about how long the NBA was around before they even got anywhere near the money they're making right now.
1: Okay, Mo. That's deep. That's deep. Even that's when, the I like where you're going when there. Mo, in the ocean. Even when Jordan came in the league in 80, 84. Let's go, Mo. He wasn't making
2: that much money until the <laughs> 90s. No, you're right.
0: So it's
2: all about... It's all about... TV deals,
1: um, um, my own shit, man, that's I'm looking
2: for, I'm like um,
1: getting his shit. We like,
2: that's a good guy. Go like you, my dictionary hand shit. When you trying to get your, your shit out of there, notoriety, shit. notoriety. and shit, yeah. notoriety. It's all about that. Like, first of all, and then you got to look at the games. The NBA players play 82 games and WNBA players got a 30 something game season. Like, you can't compare the two. Are they underpaid? Yes, they should be making more money. I don't think that the WNBA players should have to go from playing 30-something games or whatever in their season here to having to go play however many games they play over in in Europe or uh, Asia or wherever to make more money. But it all comes down to publicity and notoriety, yo. Like, you can't... You can't, and this is, and this is why I think it, it, a lot of people get fucked up today, yo. Like, you got to look at, yo. They just started in nineteen ninety six, yo. How many years is that? It's not a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. They said nice on you know, what twenty five years of For only twenty five years. Like, yeah. Lisa Leslie wasn't even. Lisa Leslie wasn't making
2: no money when she was in the WNBA. Like you, with a
0: Witherspoon well, at the little, like,
2: at the, the not, New York. Let's well, go, I just I, and the crazy thing is I just posted something the other day with where um and Kevin Hart was talking about like if you want something you gotta like work for, you gotta like like pretty much like just ride that shit through. Like stuff ain't gonna happen overnight. Yeah, twenty-five years might seem like a long ass time, but you got the NBA that's been around for eighty years, yo.
0: Yeah, no big facts. Now, not oh, only eighty, 80 years, years, but eighty, but that all that time, and they merged leagues with the ABA, so they put two leagues together to kind of push this forward. So, you're right. I like that. I I don't think they make enough money, right? But I, with what I, yes, they're underpaid. I don't like that they have right, like, okay, what yeah, they man. call a core salary. So I, I don't know if <laughs> how familiar you guys were how the WNBA salaries are structured. They have, like, minimum salaries, then they have core players, and then they have another another set of, like, top player pay. Um, so I think being bracketed into those ranges really affects the amount of money you can make, and I think that, that that definitely hurts some things. But I think you're hitting all the big points there, Mo. But what makes this a national conversation on a larger on a larger scale. We got to take this back to like the hood rules, right? The, M- yeah, the NBA players, the the players are always counting somebody else's pockets. Okay. yo, And we can't have that shit, right? So they're always out there comparing themselves to somebody else when they're not doing the I'm same so thing. Happy. Yo, stop counting <laughs> somebody else's pockets. Like, listen, LeBron James is doing this and he's making all this, but I'm only doing this. You're not doing what LeBron James is doing on a national scale, right? Like Brittany Grinding, you're probably great at what you're doing. I love what you're doing, but when I watch you do a TV interview and watch you miss three dunks, tie your shoes, and miss the next dunk, and I'm like, you can't get the, like, you got to be excellent. How you want that? What do you want? all right, want? all right, cool, cool. Like, I can't, I can't even watch a TV interview and be entertained, and now you want me to watch that as a, and use that as a, a launching pad to go watch the game?
1: Now, Lowe, oh, cool. that's what I'm saying. I, I, I agree with you there. Like, this is this – is, right. oh, my God. Hang
0: on, hang, wait, on wait. hang on. I don't, I don't go, want to go. But I don't think all of that is 100% on the players. I think the league in the WNBA needs to learn how to adjust their game to bring the fan base and make the game more exciting. Because when, exactly. you, go oh. the, when you go from the NBA side and you're watching the 6'2",000 guys dunking shooting 400 threes and then you go watch the wnba game where it's like Ugh, this isn't great you can look at the league then the way it's structured in europe because w- women's basketball is popular just not in america as aa on Lose. the said so there are ways that you can adjust the game and do more things to make it a little more of a draw i don't like that the wnba Players are always trying to make their point by tearing down what somebody else is doing. Don't count other people's pockets. Try to figure out what it is you can do to push your, yourself, your league, and show your talent because they're immensely ta- talented.
1: There but we go. That's,
0: they are insanely they are, talented. They
1: are, they are. They are talented.
0: Insanely talented.
2: Why and is true. women's college basketball more interesting to watch than the WNBA? And because that's
1: just what I want to. what I'm saying. All right. So I do think that it's a matter of it's it's this 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 messed up culture that we live in that is and and I don't know if I don't I don't know I don't know whether to put it under the umbrella of American culture or black culture or or whatever but like I if I can do the same thing as that person I should get the same thing as that person yeah which is why I can't understand why we don't have a lit layup lady yet like like why is it not a lady that's doing two in and outs spin behind the back crazy curve underneath the basket layup but we got a six foot fucking 11 chick that want to dunk once like I don't I don't understand why date why that league itself and I'm not speaking to nobody particularly this isn't against women I don't want to become a misogynistic sports show but why is it that that only in the WNBA is this the only league that's like yo look we got one person that's doing it yo it's a two-hand it's a fucking one-hand tomahawk dunk bro I'm going to watch that clip one time, be like, damn, that's crazy. Probably go see if that person can do it consistently. And that's the last time I'll ever talk about that again. And like how much did, that was free for me to Google, free for me to Instagram or Twitter or, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm done. So like, why should it move to the next level? And that's what I was saying. I'm not trying to be funny at all. And this is going to sound terrible because I'm a guy and I got a beard. But this is the truth. Bro, why can't why can't we get hold on a second why can't we get a circumstance where a chick from the WNBA is doing fashionista and stuff like that why why can't well fashion over rather fashion over why can't i get that
0: you can there's no like reason. It, I think
1: that should be something that's more popular give me a second
0: yeah there's no reason you can't do a lot of sense go ahead mo
1: and that's what
2: i wanted to bring up um the the other part I am athlete. I don't know if you listen yeah. to that loose. But they had some of the new new players from they had Justin Jefferson from the NFL, mm-hmm. um, DK Metcalf, and they had a um I W I can't damn I can't remember her name, yo. But I actually like after that after that 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 episode, I actually looked her up on like YouTube and stuff to see how she played and she get down. But I cannot remember her. name. I'm gonna look it up when I'm done. So I can put her name out there. But she even she's that was one of the points she said, like. Why why uh aren't companies um focusing like women's products for WNBA players to advertise? Like why why don't you see WNBA players on um makeup makeup commercials or um hair product commercials or anything? Anything that um anything outside of off anything. that fucking court. Yeah, like why why don't you see WNBA players on commercials like that? And that's what the problem that's is. Like band. that would bring way more um publicity to the WNBA if you we actually saw them. Like it's been times where I'll put on I'll be switching through ESPN or something, and that should'll be like the, the Mystics versus the Sparks or whatever. And I'm like, oh shit, WNBA season started? Or like I'll be watching uh Sports Center and there'll be like the 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 Western Conference WNBA finals and shit. When the fuck did when was the season even on? Like, there's times we don't even know when the season is on. Yep. Like, that's even, what the problem is, yo. Like, they even, don't.
1: Even as far as, like, not, not again. And, and it sucks that it's even like this. Like, with, I don't know when we need to talk about life contracts. Fuck these sports, these leagues. But I, I don't know when we can say something that's fair and not come off a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, it's been times you'll see. I don't know. I can't speak for y'all too. I can't speak for nobody else. I'll I'll leave it. I'll take the bullet. It's been times you might see it in a WNBA player interview and be like, "Yo, she's pretty." That that person should be putting themselves in makeup commercials and you know more opportunities or or uh, they gotta they gotta fashion over sport. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like yes and no. It's, it's not what what I mean. What I'm saying is like, what is wrong with the fi- what, what is wrong with the five foot seven three point shooting girl taking it off the court and, and saying, let me build a brand outside of it? It's not a. It's not a misogynistic thing to say that there's more opportunity to grow themselves off the court versus on the court and you will get more. We don't need. And, and again, I hate the fact that we even named Brittany it's not about her you know what i'm saying it's not a knock to her to be like yo you shouldn't be trying to dunk like first of all that's that's amazing that you're doing that that's not something that's historically even for the gender so big shout out to you even if you do miss the first couple ones the fact that you could do it at all makes you historic but when you say it's a circumstance like okay well if she dunked and did a commercial for whatever the other whatever the brand is if she said i'm gonna work with adidas and i'll have a, a sweatshirt line not a sneaker maybe you know like who's yeah. going to take the first step to say all right bet i'm going to wear well what was what was what was uh beyonce adidas line called i don't remember i don't know uh, you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah yeah i know what you're talking but, about. Like, all right so i'm gonna wear that in these pictures real quick and then let some brand catch on I to that Yes. And now let's say let's say the WNBA becomes the Ivy Park like sponsor, you know, like what what if it goes to another level? If someone tries something outside of the box of we play basketball, too, but we don't even half the world don't even watch basketball for basketball. They watch it for being cool. They want to be cool. They want to break down Jordan versus LeBron. I can't even talk about Jordan versus LeBron with three-fourths of the universe because they don't know enough about the sport itself. They like popular things, so go make yourself popular. Don't be so concerned with the the essence of basketball paying off because, unfortunately, it's about 68% to to, to 85% of the league that deserves to get paid more that play in the NBA. So, like, we, you know, we got to get through. It's too many people to get through before we get to the WNBA. And I think that, again, the WNBA deserves to get paid more. I just think they deserve to get paid more because of different reasons. And I think that they have to do the, the right things to build popularity in the sport because playing 30 games in America, it, it ain't getting it done, bro. It's too short. Yeah. No, you're right. This,
0: the attention span is too short. There's a lot of really good points there. Um but I do I do see the side oh, okay. of things. I do see the side of things where I could see the WNBA players maybe like, "Hey, that's not really what I want to be recognized for." You know what I mean? That's not what I want to be known for. I don't want to be known for the sexy fashionista shoot or whatever else. I want to be known for the hard work that I put in as a WNBA player. And I can see that part of it as well. I can see not wanting to be not wanting to be compartmentalize or looked at in a certain way or having to use my sexuality to sell the fact that i'm an amazing athlete and i i I can't i can't overlook that because i think that's a big thing um even though listen there are ways to go about things you don't have i'm not saying you have to sexualize or whatever it is but there is other ways and other avenues to market yourself and there has been a drop off in the way WNBA players have looked to market themselves because if we look at the beginning of the league, there were a lot of players who were coming out and doing things like Cheryl Swoops had a signature sneaker, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And then what happened? Like, I don't think there's any WNBA player right now that has a signature shoe line. There aren't people out yeah. there like Lisa Leslie was out there doing commercials, you know, they, like, like they were marketing themselves off the court. So I don't know if it stopped being, if it was players stopped marketing themselves off the off the court or if the brand stopped approaching them and it may be a little bit of both right yeah, maybe. It, it, it's hard for a brand to spend marketing dollars on a shoe or a commercial campaign if you're going to go get get somebody that you don't think is going to be recognizable to, to the masses so this could just be a snake eating its own tail kind of thing and the they need to bring, can't come together
1: they need to bring nba street back and let the female characters get in on the NBA streets and shit like that. And me, I, bro. But I mean, because hey, back then, because back then, back then it I'm was, out, it, hold
0: up, hold
1: up, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, but thing. for real. Yeah. Yo, it was more, it was more avenues and just professionals, the professional like aspect of it, but it's not, I don't know. It, the WNBA has, is less fun, but, and well, I don't oh, know how right. we can make it more fun. Cause I what think that the you- world can make it more fun. I'm just joking with the NBA street shit though.
2: Oh, okay, because I was gonna say like what to your NBA Street point, you saying like go oh, have them in the game so you can see them like doing crazy ass dunks and all that shit. No, not, not I mean they Which are, already, they are in the already
1: in like two K and shit That's like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah so I, I'm not even trying to say that, but like, it's it's what happens. What what is the next step for the the WNBA? Collective, and this is this sucks that men are talking about this. Well, actually, it's not because we're talking about ways to, to make it better anyway, rather than saying they don't deserve it, like the comment section. So uh, you know, I actually I'm not I'm not I'm gonna pl- first of all I applaud it to you for taking a second to have this fucking conversation versus just saying they don't deserve this shit because it's not as popular. But us even be sitting here brainstorming on ways to grow the league is a testament to us caring.
0: But also, so, but also, yeah, I think I we But also, we need to stop separating ourselves, right? From the
1: comment section, fuck yeah, I'm not no no,
0: not separating ourselves from the comment section, but start separating ourselves into groups. Just because I'm a man doesn't mean I can't speak on the WNBA. The same way I would say, just just because you're a woman doesn't mean you can't speak on the NBA. It's not a man's business, it's not a woman's business. This is consumerism, and Mm -hmm. I am a potential consumer, if not current consumer, of the WNBA. So. If you can get more eyes and more notoriety on your sport, it doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, or you identify as something else or both or an alien, whatever. If you can get eyes or draw things to your sport, good on you. It's not a man-woman issue. It's not a black, white, brown issue. It's none of that shit. It's getting eyes to your sport and growing the popularity for what you have. So I have no issue as a man speaking about how this league can potentially work to increase their notoriety, popularity, and viewership around the world, which I hope they can do.
1: And I think that uh, I think that some of them are going to have to some of the some of the women who have the personality, because you're not going to you're not going to you can't convince me that the entire WNBA don't have a group of, of people who are creative enough to be the biggest YouTubers, the biggest. You know, what I'm saying like whatever the case may be, because like like you like a Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill is going. Bena- like he is he's losing his fucking mind on YouTube views. Like he's already he's a lit YouTuber. Mm-hmm. let alone being in the NBA and, and you know, and playing with these these out of the league players like destroying who's trying to get in, like there's they he they take their time to go to that. I think that the thing that makes the Jamal Crawfords relevant or the Carmelos, not 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 necessarily Carmelo, because Carmelo was was Carmelo, but like the thing that kept them relevant in the off season, like during the lockout was those mixtapes. was those videos or was them, you know, why are there no WNBA players on the court? Yeah, why well, they ain't got like a? No, they're not invited. Do they not show them? up? Like you know what I'm saying? Like why? Yeah. Why are they not in there? Like yo, I'm about to I'm out to go out there with James Harden. My homegirl about to be on his team. I'm about to defend her, so I'm not getting cooked by James. Or maybe I'm gonna defend James and lock him up, whatever. But like, when is the next step? But but I how What is the next step besides? complaining and I'm not speaking to them. I'm talking about how do you get better? I don't see any movement from the WNBA players that I can say, and they, maybe my scope is too small, but I don't see them doing enough things to put them on main stages to get paid like they deserve to get paid.
0: Yeah, and, and there needs to be action on both sides, right? So like one thing I'd love to see is I'd love to see more WNBA players being guest analysts. If you if your season is only 30 games, you got a lot of time because I love seeing Candace Parker, right? I think she does a great job. She's an exception.
1: She's an anomaly.
0: Or, she's not an anomaly though. I don't think she's an anomaly. I think there's a ton of those d- WNBA players that just aren't on the platform, right? And I think the I think her being on there one not only gives no, notoriety to women's basketball in the NBA, but it also helps knock down I think some of that, some of the misconceptions there are about w- WNBA players. I think a lot of people that are casual fans and even some that are probably really big fans are under the false impression that w- that WNBA players don't know basketball because they're not as good as the men players, which is thoroughly untrue because when you watch Candace Parker break down, a game, an NBA game, you can see that she knows exactly what she's talking about. She's extremely intelligent. She knows the game inside and out. They just play the game a different way. And I think if you can get more of those players on there, because, I mean, Maya Moore would be fantastic. You know, you can get a lot of the, even just the big name WNBA players out there, get your face out there, you know, do more to what your point is, but then also bring more to mix it in with things that have a lot of views, like the TNT halftime show, you know, thing, things like that. Just bringing them in and giving more more viewership to them. I think that'd be a good thing for the WNBA players, and it'd be a good olive branch from the networks and from the NBA itself to help bring that league along because the league isn't going to do it on its own. The players aren't going to be able to do it on its own. There's going to have to be brands, TV, network, that take the risk to start pushing that as an avenue for potential big money growth in the future. So it has That's to happen on said- both sides.
2: Ooh. The NBA need to bring back the shit during All Star Weekend, where they had the WNB- WNBA players participating during the All Star Weekend shit too. 100%. Why do you got rid of that?
1: I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I don't know the analytics behind how viewers shit worked. In you know that's tough. Like you know, are we stretching lows?
0: Yeah, we definitely stretch. But I mean, I think the conversation is good. So okay, okay,
1: depressed. okay. I got you. So I, I, I I'll minimize some of the stuff. So I just think that like that's that's i don't know if it's like should the nba endorse the sister more or should the sister embrace the rest of the world more and like is that not the battle
0: i don't think so i think it's both people being willing to reach out okay you know what i mean if i if i reach my hand out to shake your hand and you don't ever re- reach back we're never gonna shake hands it doesn't matter how much i'm trying on my
1: side is part whoever's fault it is
0: yeah it doesn't matter whose it is At the end, Mm -hmm. the handshake doesn't happen. Both people got to reach out. So the league, the networks, the brands, you know what I mean? They got to reach out. And then the players, they got to reach out and start looking at some of those other other avenues. And, you know, with a lot of the noise that the WNBA players have been making, they likely have been reaching out a lot. So there's a good chance that, hey, maybe it's time for the other hand, the other person to take the hand out their pocket and start reaching out as well and hopefully build that so we can get that league to grow and get to where the NBA is obviously not in the near term. That's not going to happen because we've looked as Mo pointed out the history of the leagues and the amount of time it's taken to get to the growth level we're at now. But if we think that it's not going to happen and that it's impossible, we're never going to get
1: there. Uh, and I, I, I want them the, to
0: do it. Uh, I, want, I want it to happen for them. Honestly.
2: The player I was talking about earlier named Lexi Brown. She nice.
0: Lexi Brown, okay. Look out for Lexi Brown,
1: yeah. And um, uh, Diana with uh, Diana Tarazi is amazing, bro. I've been be
0: watching like, her. She articulates very
1: well, very, yeah. very presentable. Carries herself like a professional. I, I just don't, I don't think it's crazy for one of them to be in a fucking Elgato commercial. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not so crazy for them to go to brands. And reach for viewership. I, I like, you know, and I'm not talking about her particularly. I, that's that's a. I think she's an amazing player. I just think that it's gonna take. It's gonna take some players that's gonna have to fucking. Oh, I but, can't say that's stable. Like they're gonna have to step outside of that comfortable ponytail zone and fucking get into and get in the mix no, sometimes. But
2: but, and I'll make it. I'll say this real quick. So it, I don't know if we got another topic to touch. But um, but who's to say that? The players aren't reaching out to those companies to possibly yeah. get some type of endor. How do we know it's not the companies actually saying like, "Yeah, you know what? We want to make you the face of our product, or we want to re um um let have you endorse our product." Like, it, it, yeah. we don't know which way which way is sure. going.
1: Fair, no, you're, fair, you're right, fair. Right. I got, I got, I got you know, to think think I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta take the humble route on that one. It should be, we, because I, I don't
2: know when the last time I saw it, and I said earlier, I don't really watch that. I, I definitely don't watch a lot of TV, but on any commercials I see on YouTube or any streaming that I watch, Hulu or whatever, I can't remember the last time I saw a WNBA player on um, anything. And and the crazy thing is, is not that it can't be done, because you look at the women's U.S. soccer team. They got all types of endorsements. You see them all over the place.
0: Yep. No. Yep. One hundred percent. But I do think that that person is coming in the near future for the WNBA, right? Because there's this player. They getting
1: savvy. They getting savvy. Getting savvy. They getting savvy. One
0: specific player who I've been watching for about two years. Um, I actually saw her first on YouTube. Funny enough, she was a high school player at Hopkins High School. Her name is Paige Bucher's. And she's got an Instagram following, a YouTube following. The whole I don't know where else she is, but she's got a huge following that started there. And now she's at UConn, and she's the first freshman player in history to be named the AP Player of the Year. So she's a dynamite player, and she's also getting her her name out there on the social standing. So when she comes to the WNBA, she's going to bring a lot of that new social media savvy and a lot of things forward. And she can help push that as well. But the WNBA is as a whole; they need to get on
1: that wave as well. Shout so, out to her. Shout yeah. out to her. And I, I really, I really, the, wish that. I really wish that. I really wish. I hope. I hope she's. I hope she can spark. Oh, any of them. I because I, I, I really do want. Do want that. I really do want that. I want. I want women to, to to be able to step into that that angry man's world oh, they of endorsements and shit like that nice. and do their thing. Yeah, Was
0: She
2: five eleven. I thought she was like five six or some shit. She like really short on two
0: yeah, she does look shorter too. But yeah, she's five eleven. She plays guard. She can shoot. She would be talking shit to the opposing team's coaches. Um, yeah, she nice as so hell. She nice. She nice. And she went to UConn, which is what's like her name? Paige Buchers.
2: How how many years the um uh women players got to be in college until they go to the league? Do they have what, the same thing like that, uh, NBA? I'm assuming, with, it's, one.
0: I'm assuming it's one, but it's different because in the in In college, in female basketball at least, college actually helps gain them more notoriety because college basketball is more visible than WNBA. And I think the Uh same thing uh, Shelby in the chat is bringing over here, that she sees more female college players uh, than WNBA players. They got more notoriety. And for a a program like UConn, who has a long history of their, their, their female basketball teams going undefeated, for multiple years in a row yeah. winning the championship like that place is a star farm. So Yo, think you think about like this it's insane.
2: You got a player like uh what's her name? Skylar Diggins. Yep. College what she, who she played for Baylor, right?
0: I believe so, yeah. Look, look at that. I knew I I had, you about to Google it. Yeah, just making sure.
2: Let it be Baylor. Uh
0: um... She went. She's from South Bend, Indiana. She was drafted to the Phoenix Mercury. College, Notre Dame.
2: Notre Dame. I was about to say, but anyway, she. You. You knew who she was in college. Yeah. 100%. Right. If somebody, like, you look at her, look now. You. I don't even know what team she played for.
0: Mercury. She was drafted by the Phoenix Mercury. I'm, I'm,
2: I mean, before you just said that.
0: Oh. And is she in the league still? <laughs> Yeah, I assume so.
2: Like, you don't even see – you yeah. assume so. You don't yeah. even see her – like, she was a, a, a big player coming out of college. Yep. And one of the most no, uh, noticeable players yeah. out of college, right? Right, you don't you, – you the only way you, you see what she's doing is if you follow her on Instagram. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. The WNBA – is dropping the ball there because we see so but colleges do have one big advantage that i do want to bring up is that college basketball female male whatever they have a built-in fan base of drunk students that you know they have a lot of pride (laughs) in something that they're paying to be at like it's strange but you know what i mean they have a ton of pride and so they do have a built-in fan base but uh, your point is still relevant because she was known on a national level outside of her own school And Paige is the same way. So if I'm Paige and I'm looking at that, I'm like, hey, you know what? Maybe it's to my benefit to keep playing college because I've got a name out there. Or maybe skip the WNBA altogether and go to a league overseas that has more notoriety. They got more draw in female basketball and build a name there. You know what I mean? Like, there's ways ways to do it. But if the WNBA doesn't start doing that, you are going to see more players... Pivot. I mean, shit. Let's take it back to when we uh loving basketball. What happened to Sania Lathan? What was she doing? She was playing overseas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like before she went to the WNBA, she was playing in Europe. I mean, I it's a movie, but it's an accurate representation. You know what I mean? And that's where she was getting paid before she went to the WNBA. So like know, it's I'm been sure a it's been a thing that's been happening for a long period of time. So it's and there's, Let me ask we're you not a question.
2: seeing much movement there is the they still have uh women's basketball in the olympics right
0: yeah
2: when did when the last time uh u s won the basketball in the olympics when last time you wanna go
0: uh uh probably the last one let's see uh u s <clears throat> uh. All right. Let's see. Women's National Basketball. While I'm looking this up, I do just want to look, I want to read something from the chat. Uh, A on the hunt says, just read, women have to be at least 22 during the calendar year in which the draft is held. And has either no remaining college eligibility or will renounce their remaining eligibility. So they got to be 22.
1: 22. That's, that's rough. Yeah, that's but uh, yeah. What's it? What's the uh, NBA? 19.
0: Uh, yeah. Something like that. And it's like it's 19 and then they're changing their college rule.
2: I thought it was just, they just had to have one year of college basketball. I know it had to be 19.
0: No, you're right, I but I, I think I think the 19 thing is when they're pip- pivoting away from that one year of college again because they they can play G League or Euro or somewhere else because they're oh, using yeah. that as a farm. So doo-doo-doo. So they didn't do the 2020 thing because they qualified in Japan, but they won a gold in 16 in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So and then the 2020 will come up and they won the. They Won gold at the FIBA in 2018, 2014, 2010, but uh, we've they've, they've won gold since 96. 96 and how, and that's since how
2: understand, though, like, how is it still not crazy? Because if you think about it, right, when did the NBA really like get to that next level to where it was like, oh, these motherfuckers is nice over there? Was it team.
0: When, when they, they, they let putting NBA players,
2: players yep. go to the Olympics, the Olympics and bust everybody yeah. ash, yeah. that's when that shit really took off. That's why. That's why I asked that question because, like, if they've been like running through teams since you said '96,
0: they, so they they've been they've been playing the Olympics since 1976, but they mm-hmm. are on a streak from '96 all the way to current as gold medalists, and they won the that's gold in '88 wow. and '84 and '92. They won the bronze. And it's in, seven, in seventy six,
2: yeah. and that's so, and yeah. and this is and this is another thing. Being that is ninety six, right? Yep. And this is how you see. This how you see WNBA. Whoever's running that shit is dropping the ball because what you said earlier. Who had a signature shoe? Who uh, had Matt endorsed Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl Lisa who? Leslie. Lisa Leslie, right? Yep. When did the motherfucking WNBA start? <laughs>
0: Way back then, when Teresa 1990,
2: was playing, yeah. six, all you saw was Cheryl Swoops and all them all over commercials and stuff. They, was, the they were getting busy. yeah they, were the
1: and shit. Now, yo, nah, they, they was, yeah. they was moving. Bro. Bro, like the local they had the women's,
2: <laughs> the women's U.S. basketball team go on Martin and whoop Martin, Tommy and Cole. They did. Bad. Word up. They was all over everything. They were, they yo, were how all, do all you,
1: over the place. How they do you were all over. So wait, why why is that on the league though? Why why is that why is that not on the the players? Like why why does that not fall on the players in a in a new world where okay, in like the nineties, they was in, they was they I don't know if they was in the 360 deal. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't <laughs> know. You know what I'm saying? They probably were. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the Sparks probably got p- paid for that shit. But like what happens when you need like to uh when you have your your new players like today's Fast-paced WNBA players not going outside of the WNBA.
2: The reason I say is, what, what a, do we do with that? The reason I say, or reason I will put the blame on the league, is because how do you not turn that crazy momentum into like crazy TV deals and shit like that? How do you how do you still only have um uh what did I say? How do you still only have twelve teams?
0: Yeah, they dropped the ball somewhere along the line. The somewhere along
2: the line, somewhere. they dropped the ball, yo.
0: Yeah. The WNBA players can do more to be visible individually, but the league on their end, they I think there's clear evidence to show that they've dropped the ball from where they were to where they are now, to the fact that college players are more recognizable, but we can name a ton of WNBA players who were relevant, you know, longer ago than... Current, right? I mean, just like we talked talked about, Rebecca Lobo, Teresa Witherspoon, Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops, Dawn Staley. You know Candace what I mean? Parker, yep. Yeah, Candace Parker, Tamika Catchings. Like, there was a whole lot of players that were going, Fucking Cynthia Cooper. Like, there's just players that were there and they were visible nationally. And now you'd be lucky if the average sport sport fan can add can name ten current WNBA players. let alone tell you what team they're on.
2: Yep, that's true.
0: So somewhere along the line, the league dropped the ball as well. So it's definitely not all on the players, even though the players, like the NFL players, can do more to put themselves out there individually and earn, the league needs to do some to bring publicity to the sport that they're trying to have they're not going to be able to have more games until the games that they do have start generating more revenue because the games cost money to rent out the arena have concessions you know and if you're not packing that, that shit you know what I mean where's the incentive to have more games so the WNBA does need to do something as a league to push
2: oh time out time out, time out. this whole time because I just googled something just so I like knew this whole time we say in the WNBA dropping the ball. I just read something.
0: Alright, spit it out.
2: The NBA is dropping the ball. Let me read. I just Google who runs the WNBA, right? Yeah. The shit says collectively. And this is this is from February 26, 2021. So that's two months old. Mm-hmm. Collectively, the teams own fifty percent of the WNBA Corporation. The other fifty percent is owned by the NBA's thirty franchise owners. Yeah, this works out to NBA ownership of about seventy percent of the league. So it's the NBA that is dropping the ball, bro. Why, the why? Got-
0: wait, wait, but is but is the NBA ownership from a financial standpoint or a day-to-day operations standpoint?
1: Probably both. Are we sure? So. I'm, was I'm asking,
0: I'm asking the question because not to I, you, but I mean to no, like I, well, saying, why is the
1: NBA dropping the ball? They know they're gonna make the yeah. players getting paid less anyway. So like, like, look, let's no. start, that's all. I hear you. And they might be looking at it like that's our women's department. We get paid like out over there. Let them do what they do. None of them are gonna be super duper stars because we got Luka Doncic as second. We got Jeremy Lin who we could have like. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, what do we do? Like, what do you do?
0: Yeah. Now, now it's
1: like if you come from the G League to the to an NBA team. You put up 30, your jersey is going to sell so much. You paid your own contract off, take your ass back to the G League. That That is what happened. What was um, – I don't know his old boy name that went to, um, to the Lakers and went crazy with all them threes from the G League, like 33-year-old dude. Oh, oh I
2: know. know yeah, you talking, yeah, about, you're talking yeah, about when Magic Johnson was uh,
1: still with you, the he team, right? crazy, yeah, He went crazy, hit a, a whole bunch of three points. Rookie. Andre at the Steinway, end of the season it was. Yeah. It was like at the end of the season. Yeah, so he go crazy. I'm sure he sells enough jerseys to pay his contract off, and then you don't see him no more. So if I could do that in one game, what well, am about to put a whole bunch of money into whoever the, whoever the chick is? And again, when I speak from a business perspective, it's not mine. I'm not saying they don't deserve that. I'm saying that the business of this country is so messed up that they could be as dismissive as I just sounded.
0: Yeah. It's Andre Ingram, by the way. Andre Ingram. Yeah, but... I I just found
1: something else, too.
0: I was just wondering if the NBA was like a silent partner where they were just a financial investor. You know what I mean?
1: That's the Women's National Basketball Association. No, I don't think that they silent. So I just read some more, and I found some more shit. So
2: it says, teams in the league were collectively owned by the NBA until the end of 2002.
0: Until the end of 2002, okay.
2: When the NBA sold WNBA teams to either their NBA counterparts in the same city or to a third party as a result of the dot-com bubble. So some NBA teams, from reading that, it seemed to me some NBA teams still own some of the WNBA teams, and then some of the WNBA could be owned by... um, third party people and shit like that so
0: it sounds like nba teams teams unloaded WNBA teams as underperforming assets when the dot-com bubble burst and all those investments went to shit and i guess like the owners were bleeding money that could be where the publicity drop-off went
1: i can see that i don't know so it's a possibility
0: but like i said i do want to reiterate that this show is from the fan perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah, for yeah, real.
0: We are not uh we're not businessmen at that at that specific because we are bit businessmen but in different arenas. Yeah, in our own avenue. We're not yep. businessmen in that arena, we're not players, we're not professional sports analysts, we're just speaking on what we're seeing. So if we don't have all the facts, it's because we're just fans. Fuck you. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, that's a
1: fact, though. That's a fact, though. You know. I'm glad you said that. In my mind, I'm thinking like, bro, what happens if later on, five years down the line, somebody brings a clip up? I'm like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm not. The, I'm not an agent.
0: Yeah, like, God, that's facts.
1: That's facts. <laughs> so I just, yeah, want, to, facts, I
0: just want to reiterate it's that. Real. If you want to click, if you want to pull something, make it's sure it, whatever clip boy. you pull, pull that clip too. And I will stand by it five years from now. For real. <laughs> Nah, but I think that's been an extremely constructive conversation, and we've definitely run over, so I don't want to hold this recording too much longer here, so I do want to say if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, that shit is always free, hit the little bell, turn on your notifications for whenever we post, if you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you subscribe there as well, that shit is also free, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, subscribe, that shit is also fucking free, let me tell you, you get in a lot for free. And if you want to watch this live and you want to be part of the conversation, you want to chat, you want to throw some backpacks up, you want to hit me, you know, me and the team with a little subscriptions, you know, little, little, little things like that. It's not free, but it ain't expensive. It's less than your morning cup of coffee. Come check us over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash roadshowlose. And don't forget to go check out Solid, twitch.tv, mohawkoco, twitch.tv. And you can see us Everywhere you want to see us because your notifications are going to be on because now you subscribe, so you're not going to be able to not see us unless you don't want to see us, and I know you want to see us. (laughs) So I appreciate y'all being here, man. Uh, Thank you very much, and we will see y'all next time. We are the Unpaid Players. Peace. Peace.
2: Peace.